This is the World Sportsbook Competition Podcast, brought to you by Avantage Entertainment. Hello and welcome to WSBC Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Eldon. Today, I'm joined by Sudden Perks. How are you doing, guys? Not bad. Yeah, Pretty good. Good as ever. Yeah. The season is finally over. It is. It is. It's been a Some long Some said walk. this day would never come. <laughs> Some did. The null and void is out there. <laughs> hey, they're still, they're still in force now. Some of them. They probably are. Uh, you know. They probably are, but uh, unfortunately yeah. they lost on that argument. Um, but we are here today to discuss the season review, essentially, and give our thoughts on what panned out. So, uh, yeah, let's start at the top of the league. Obviously, Liverpool get you know winning their first title in 30 years. Fantastic achievement for them. And uh, like fans like me are very happy with that. And obviously, Klopp won Manager of the Year the other day, uh, LMA Manager of the Year. So, rightly mm. deserved. I guess you guys agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I think when you get 99 points, it's <laughs> very difficult not to give it him. I mean, I think Chris Wilder might have had a shot. Mm-hmm. He has done an amazing job, but, you know, when you get that many points... I mean, Pep won it when he got 100 points and it was fair. And, you know, yeah, I think you just have Who to say when a manager... Uh, oh, um, I can't remember, but I know it wasn't Pep or Klopp last season. I'm pretty sure... It, oh, maybe... I mean, Klopp? I know it was bad, but I cannot remember. Who I don't even remember. Season. No, I, all three of us, we don't remember. Oh, Clearly I know who it was. It was Chris Wilder. Season. Chris Wilder won it last season for Sheffield United. Did he? Pretty sure he did. Pretty sure he did. Might have to like look that up at some point, but I, I've got a feeling Chris Wilder might have won it in the championship. <clears throat> well, we'll go with your uh, yeah, your thoughts on that, because I honestly can't remember. So. I think it was. I think it was. I know the season before was packed with 100 points. I know I, I know City and Liverpool got 98 and 97, but I'm sure Chris Wilder won it. Right, okay. United. But someone will probably say in the comments like you're wrong, but you know. Well, they can let us know if we are wrong. Yeah. I, I'm not claiming to, to be hundred percent no. on that one either, but you know, he did well last season, did even better this mm. season. They far surpassed what anyone thought. But I I yeah, you can't argue with Klopp doing yeah. it. I mean the the achievement, whether you think City City faltered a little bit or not, I mean Klopp's achievement and Liverpool's achievement is second to none. So yeah. Worthy winner for me. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And uh, yeah, we gave our thoughts essentially on Liverpool winning the title on the uh, Liverpool uh, episode when they did win the title. We discussed it in depth. So if you guys want to hear that, you definitely check that out. But let's talk about the teams then that finished behind them. Obviously, finishing off the top four was City, United and Chelsea. United came back from the dead, it felt like. Bruno Fernandes inspired. Yeah, the Fernandes surge. Yeah. Yeah, he made a massive difference, didn't he, to be fair? I mean, I can't remember how many points they were off before he arrived. I mean, although I think they'd already started maybe closing the game a little bit to Leicester because that's when they were faltering. But I know he definitely... I, I don't think they would be finishing where they were without him, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. He made such a big impact, not only with his own performances, but he just seemed to lift the whole club. And they just went on that, obviously, 19-game streak, didn't they? So, unbeaten streak, um, which inevitably got them into third place. And I think... I saw a stat saying they only spent 5% of the time in the top four. Oh, really? Season, but they yeah. finished third, so even ahead of Chelsea, which I don't think many people yeah, have thought. I mean, as we all know, it's not about what you do throughout the season. If you look at Leicester for a prime example of that, and we'll come to them shortly, but it's how you finish. I mean, going back many years when we were growing up, you always had that stat that United were poor before Christmas. They always ended up winning the league. Mm. So if you yeah, can, maybe you can finish strongly, then... You know that you're in the ascendancy, and on the final day, they managed to to seal the deal. They did. What do we uh, make of their season then overall? Because um, a lot of you know debate has been about have they made any progress, and they finished on 66 points, the same as last season. But ultimately, if they're finishing in top four, that is progress, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think to be very honest, if they would have missed out, if they would have finished fifth, then people would have said a complete failure. 
they're the they're the fine margins, aren't they? We know how flippant football fans can be, whether you're a supporter or a neutral. Um, even if it was the same amount of points and they missed out, they still would have been called a, a failure. So I think it was really important for the club and probably for, for Oli as well, more than the club, to to nail that Champions League spot so that the questions could stop at least temporarily being thrown at him, whether or not he was out of his depth or needed to be replaced. Um, they'll all go on hold now, at least until the new season begins. Mm-hmm. So I, I think progress in the sense that it was looking like a pretty poor season at one point and it, they, they looked a million miles away. We, we just talked about the Fernandes impact and the resurgence. But I think if you ask any United fan, obviously they don't want to see Liverpool win in the league and they don't want to finish behind City, but still not the worst season ever. And, and obviously they could still win the Europa League as well to go with that. Yeah, I think, um, well, it's definitely progress because they, they finished high. I can't, was it, whether it was six, was it last season or fifth? Fifth or six, was it last season? Um, I can't remember. One of them two, wasn't it? It was one yeah. of those two, either fifth or sixth. So obviously they've gained at least a couple of positions. So that is progress at the end of the day. They've got themselves back in the Champions League where, you know, I think they obviously feel they belong for a club that size and the revenues they make and how much money they've spent. Let's not forget that. So, you know, they have spent a lot of money. So I think Champions League is an absolute minimum absolute minimum that it should be getting to be honest I, I mean you could say technically with the money they spent they may be underachieved but then again it's like are you really going to be ahead of City in Liverpool probably not so third's probably the highest they could have hoped for this season yeah uh, they probably would have been I think they would have preferred to be a lot closer to City in Liverpool I mean is it 30 points off Liverpool and 50 uh, 33, 33 points, off, points Liverpool, off Liverpool yeah and 15 off City I mean it's not good enough for a club of that size and the amount of money they, they've spent so We'll see. I think they'll end up, well, I guess we'll get onto this, but I assume they're going to spend a lot again in the summer. I think they will. Um, They're one of the clubs that I think will, I'm not saying they won't be affected at all by what's happened with the pandemic, but I think they're a club that that can afford to maybe outspend others around them. So I think we'll see a couple, maybe not loads, but maybe two or three big signings, I think. You know, yeah, I mean, if they, if they do identify the positions that they need, and I think, you know, we talked about this quite a lot. I think every everybody has talked about it a lot, whether you're an armchair fan or a, or a pundit in the studios that we see. We know they need a centre-back. We've known they needed a, a, a real central midfielder for some time, whether or not that's going to be Fernandez and, and nobody else. I still think they'll add there and probably a left-back as well. And, you know, De Gea is another question mark, but they're the positions for me goalkeeper centre-back left-back and maybe another midfielder Sancho's neither of them or none of them but it looks like that they could be getting him the Grealish rumours are there each day but I think if if they identify where they're actually weak or sorry if they focus on where they're actually weak um, it's just the money that's needed to to get to that next level Liverpool did it with Van Dijk and Alisson they knew the positions they knew it was going to cost they did it City have spent 150 million on fullbacks since Pep's been there. Know the positions that need fixing, and they've gone and done it. And I'm sure they'll go and do it again. So yeah, throw money at it. It's the only way. It sounds you know, don't kill football or something, but they're going to need to spend the money. They're going to need 100 million to fix what the problems are, and they shouldn't feel bad about that. I don't think. No, no. And they're going to be certainly one of the clubs, like Suds touched on, in a position that can actually do that. So if you can utilise that in the current climate, then you might as well because you're going to gain an advantage for it, from it in, anyway. But let's talk about the other side of Manchester then, the, uh, obviously the blue side. City coming in second. A lot of people did not expect this in the sense of mm. the drop-off. No. Um, I and think, to um, be fair, a lot of people didn't expect Liverpool to go again and get 99 no. points. I mean, more than they did last season, so... It was uh, think, unexpected on both fronts. 
I think it's one of them where you go, I don't think people, if you just said at the end of last season, right, Liverpool are going to win the league next season, I don't think people would have been like, oh, that's unbelievable. But I bet people would have said, oh, well, how far was City off? Three points, five points, maybe? Mm. Like, I don't think people expected City to be 18 points off. I mean, that's six wins off. I mean, that's that's a big gap no matter how, you know, uh, how you look at it. So clearly been a, you know, a disappointing front in the Premier League campaign, no doubt. But even though it's, you know, still got 80-odd points, so it's not bad for a disappointing season, but it's not good enough mm-hmm. for the money we've spent and the resources we have and the team we've got, to be quite honest. Um, a little bit like United, like underperformed with the resources they had, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, obviously so, missed Laporte for a big chunk of that. Yeah, we did. We Yeah, but I don't know. I don't it's like, I don't like this excuse making of injuries. Though. It's like, yeah, we did, but, you know, other teams have injury problems. So, I don't know. It, yeah, but to be fair, loss, if, but... if Van Dyke was injured for, how long was Liverpool out? Six yeah. months? Six months, you know. If Van Dyke's yeah, out for long. six months, Liverpool are dropping more points, aren't they? Let's be honest. And as a result... No, I agree, did. but that's City's own fault for not recruiting a centre-back last summer, in my opinion. Like, you know, if they'd have... Ha- if, if I know we, we make fun of Harry Maguire sometimes, but if they'd have got Harry Maguire... They wouldn't have had this, you know. They oh, would have been Perks, more stable. Perks no, is no. not a Harry Maguire fan. <laughs> no, look, I, I, I think he's none out. of us are, are we? I mean, let, let's. Oh, be he's, very had a, he's had a very different season. He, I mean, he's not he, been great. I think but... he's. I think he's all right. I think he's. All I, right. I, I just don't think he yeah. can make the next step up that no. people thought. Could he? I think this is answered that he probably can't. But I do think that if you have Maguire in that city team this season, the gap would be lower, in my opinion. Yeah, it probably would be on the basis that he's a centre back. <laughs> yeah. we've not really, like, we've not, that's all yeah. I need to and say on that apart from Laporte and you know I know Eric Garcia's had the odd decent performance but apart from that like we haven't really had a centre-back apart from like you can't class Ottoman and Stones as doing anything and for that I <laughs> would tried his best but, but I mean that's just you know, I mean they were banished I don't want to be disrespectful they were banished in favour of Fernandinho so you know it says it all doesn't it there's no trust in them left whatsoever but no and as you can well just before you carry on but as you can see by, I'm sure you're going to get onto it. Who we're looking at buying? They're, they're finished. Not mending stones, as far as I'm concerned. That's the end for them. Oh yeah, I mean it's the end for them as serious yeah. starting lineup players. Yeah. Maybe one of them will stay around to to fill the the backup so positions, sure. which is fine. Sure. But I, I mean, if they don't, it's absolutely no big loss whatsoever. But to be fair, I think with with City, the the intensity and the level and the bar was set so high. I'm not surprised that there's been a drop. I am surprised that the level of the drop was so evident this season. But again, we talked, you know, Laporte's injury and things just didn't quite come together on the pitch. I don't feel as well as they did. They didn't look as sleek and they didn't look as aggressive in sustaining their attacks. You know, all the all the stuff that we spoke about before. So I'm, I'm not shocked to see that they've dropped off. But I, I think even even internally, they would have been surprised at the, the gap at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um Liverpool really now did have done two years in a row of, of sustaining that. So it'll be really interesting to see if they can do a third. But from City's perspective, it's it's going to improve next season. There is absolutely yeah. no way Pep accepts mediocrity again and, and just be in there to, to make up the numbers because it wasn't close in the end. Yeah. No. To be fair, you've touched um, on a good point. It'd be interesting to see if Liverpool can do it three seasons in a row because essentially City done it two seasons in a row before this one. Yeah. And obviously the drop-off was there. Yeah, And big. the squad... Kind of similar to last season, yeah. essentially. Yeah, it's not much different. Not much difference. And, and is it going to be much different after the window? Well. Yeah, with Liverpool. I, I don't. I can't see. Now I know there's rumours about Thiago and players like that, which I think would be a good signing. But the squad's going to be the same. So is there going to be like a fatigue from like? Mm. Sometimes you need a couple of new players just to freshen things and up. Is there going to be like a? We've already lost Lovren and Lallana, and I know people yeah. laugh, but. 
the reports from the club is never mind their ability on the pitch if you think they're going to... At the end of the day, can you name me a centre-half who's better as the fourth-choice centre-half than Lovren? That was in the Premier League, fourth really? Choice. Maybe a third-choice third choice. you could, but not as fourth. Because no. in my opinion, Matt was third-choice. Yeah, Matt was he, He's got uh, injury problems. And then Lallana and Lovren apparently off the pitch have been you know fantastic for the dressing room. Mm. And yeah. I'm not saying company levels, obviously, but when you lose... Mm. Characters like that from the dressing room, as you've seen with City losing company this season, a lot of people have attributed it to that. Um, and it mm. can play a part. So I'm intrigued to see how Liverpool go about addressing that. Because there's also rumours that Milner might be leaving, you know, with Leeds game. Oh, Apparently yeah. Leeds, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes that would be of, another I think blow. He said before he'd like to go to Leeds one day. So yeah, it would make sense. But I think with, yeah, Lovren, obviously, it's a, it's a blow in terms of like, because it's squad depth. But I don't know. I just feel like, it's hard to say like you need to improve too much because like, I mean, you've got 99 points, but I always feel like you need to, you do need to try and uh, strengthen if you can. 100%. I, like, I don't know that the problem for me is I don't, I get the sense that Liverpool's financial situation isn't quite as strong as United's Chelsea's and um, cities. Mm. Well, I just get that all, sense because all reports is not. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you look at the three teams that are most active at the minute. It's United, Chelsea and City, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like they're all, like we, we'll get on to Chelsea in a sec, but we all know them three clubs. They're the ones that are, right now are looking like, right, they're, they're, they're not messing about. Yeah. They're just, they're, they're, they want, they all want to close that gap to Liverpool. And I, I think, I don't know. I get the sense, I, I, I can't see the gap being 18 points again next season. Like, I don't know, that's a silly thing to say now. Nah, it probably, maybe it'd be 25 points or something, <laughs> but I just, I can't see it. I think the gap will be closed by, all of those clubs, to be honest with you. Well, put it this um, way: Perks has touched on that Pep won't accept that sort of level, no. those sort of levels again, and he's relentless, and he's proven time and time again why he's arguably the best manager in the world, especially the last couple of seasons. Uh, yeah. People might argue differently now with Klopp, yeah. but he has been fantastic, and he's he's wasted no time. I mean, what Ferran Torres looks like he's coming through the door, winger, mm. essentially taking Sane's place, and then uh, obviously the centre back okay. we discussed, and now Ake apparently he's coming through the door yeah. for around forty mil. What do you guys think of that? Ake, I think it's a good signing. signing. I think so. I think it makes sense um, when you look around the leagues. There's it's it's hard to get centre backs. Centre backs are a hard quantity to get, and someone that's homegrown as well. Someone that I think is he's a solid player. He's good on the ball. People say mm, aerially not the best, five foot eleven and all that, but it doesn't really matter in a pet team. When you know, we've seen Eric Garcia is only five foot ten, five foot eleven, and he's been playing okay. So, I mean, it would be a worry maybe against really you know teams that are really physical and things like that. But I don't know. I, I've always rated Ake. I'm not. Yeah, but I don't to, to be honest, on that point, mate, Laporte's there to do that. Yeah, exactly. Laporte wins yeah, the aerial jewels. I saw a stat this morning. I actually exactly. Uh, 50% of aerial duels mm. won or lost, if you look at it that way, from Ake, Ake this season. Yeah. So it's a coin flip, but mm. uh, he's not the he's not the big challenge, is he? It's He's the one who goes in behind. He's smaller, he's quicker. Mm. Mm. I think as well, I think we, we need to remember, I don't think this is going to be the last centre-back signed by City. I think this is the third-choice centre-back. I think we're going to go Kula for... Koulibaly's still rumoured, isn't Koulibaly's he? rumoured, and there's been a, a few r- rumblings that, Maybe the negotiations with Napoli aren't as like because you know what Napoli are like with negotiations. I mean, we saw it with Jorginho City trying to, and they that didn't work out. So there's a, there's a number of centre backs I've heard you know Skriniar people like that mentioned. So I think we'll end up getting one of them type of centre backs to be honest. I don't think they want to mess about again like last summer. I think they want to. I think they'll they'll be even willing to overpay to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like they're talking about Koulibaly seventy million and people go that's ridiculous for a twenty nine year old and it is really. But well, at the end of the day, who cares? Like if the guy's world class. Mm-hmm. You get three good years out of him. 
it's worth 70 well look what Pep did last time first season came in obviously it was a bit of a rocky Mm. season and then he just went right I need these players identified the areas bought them just paid him and he looks like he's gone he's going about his business in a similar sort of fashion yeah exactly mate it's full circle isn't it we're we're seeing the same thing happen again but I'm I'm 100% with Sud on that I I do not see Ake coming in to be Laporte's partner as as the one and two it it just wouldn't make sense to me Um, they they need more Mm. they need more and they need I like Ake. I think he's a decent player, but do I see him stepping from from the level that he's at now into into what should be a, a completely dominating title winning or title challenging, should I say, side next season? Probably not. But he can definitely supplement it and support it, and he won't. You know, he won't let you down. He made no mistakes leading to shots and goals this season. So I, I see him he having a, a similar. Addition. I see him having a similar automatic at Liverpool, where he won't play every game, but he'll play enough games. You know, mm. because. As we know, Laporte, he, he had, you know, if I had wood around me, I'd touch wood because you know he he's been you know free of injury for a few months. But you know, with them sort of injuries that he had, they can crop up again. So it, it's important to have a centre, a third, a very strong third centre back choice, and he he would be one of the strongest third centre backs in the league. Along, I, I'd say, alongside Matt, to be honest, yeah. they're probably the best. I'm too. a big fan. I think so, Ake's yeah, really I, good. He's good on I the ice. He'll suit a Pep team. Um, one question though that Jamie Carragher has seen put on Twitter and it's very interesting say if he did play alongside Laporte right two two left footed centre backs it just seems mm. weird and and yet how many teams play with two no one ever questions the right footed centre backs yeah. no, it's so strange. it is a weird one it's just a weird yeah. one when you think about I, it I wonder how they would uh, work together I've got to be honest I don't think that will happen very often anyway I just mm. don't think that, that it'll happen very. it might happen now and again I even think you could see like three at the back at times next season in certain games um, not very often but I think there'll be the odd game where he maybe tries three at the back you've got to remember with Aki as well is not that I'm recommending this but I think he's been bought because he could also be maybe an emergency left back as well if we need it maybe yeah, he, could, he, could, he could cover that Third defensively left back, yeah. maybe yeah because I mean there's rumours about Zinchenko maybe leaving so that would maybe cover his slot so we'll have to wait and see I, I think I do get the sense there's going to be a lot of angry uh a lot of uh, very angry fans of other clubs when they see because I think City are going to spend quite a lot this summer. So why? To be honest with you, especially I, I after actually, the cast thing as well. Yeah, there's yeah, rumours about. Now. Well, there's rumours about obviously the two centre backs we've signed for Antares. There's also rumours, heavy rumours about maybe signing number nine. So be we'll see. I must. Have I've, heard, yeah. I've heard Jao Felix's name mentioned, which is an interesting one. Yeah, I mean to to call him a number nine is is a little bit false. False. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's what apparently Forward. we're maybe looking for. So yeah, and it makes sense because you'd probably get him a bit cheaper than obviously what Atletico paid. Simeone's not convinced by him. Atletico apparently do need to sell. So it's a weird one that anyway they paid like a hundred. What was it like 127 a hundred and twenty seven million euros or something? And he's going into a Simeone team, which is absolutely like ran to the bone, hardworking, drilled nonstop, like four four two or four four one one. Felix is a flashy player. Give me the ball, let me show you what I can do with it. I mean, there's there's no space for that in that no. team. So the way interesting. He'd definitely be a bit more suited to City, but yeah. I, I must admit yeah, I haven't I'm heard that rumor before. No. You've just said it. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I this think is kind of from some like, you know, inside, you know, you hear inside, in, inside information. And, yeah. So it's not always true. Sources. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what forums. I've heard. Like I've, I've heard a couple of different nonsense. 
No, no, I didn't, but you know what I mean. Like the, nonsense. It's not nonsense because I mean a lot of these they're, they're just people that know the you know you know just you, you people get, you that must put have names in a hat and mush it around <laughs> no, and pull out the name. No, I mean it's, it's like United. You, you must you must have these sort of sources at Liverpool where you got you know you know what I mean. Liverpool people kind of in the know. They know a little bit, don't they? They kind of know what's going on a little bit. Yeah, there, there's some people. They're not always are right, more but, reliable than others. Yeah, but. I don't know. I feel like, to be honest, mate, I feel like with City, you're kind of like United Dude. used to be. The, I mean, United still are, I guess. Just get linked with everyone. Yeah, <laughs> Every yeah, top player true. is just like, oh, yeah, City are yeah. interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's rumors that City might go for him. To be fair, mm. though, the more and more... I, I'm a, oh, I used to be a big fan of Jesus, but the more and more I've seen him when Aguero's mm. been out of the team, it's made me think, I don't think Pep's going to rely on him. I'd, He's going to assign someone else. I don't think... See, I don't think we're going to sell Jesus but I also don't think he's going to be the Aguero replacement, if that makes sense. I think he'll be more of a squad player. Now, whether Jesus accepts that, that's a different matter. He may, Maybe next season he goes, you know what, no, I want to be first choice somewhere. But I get the sense that we m- might see Jesus more on the left side next season, possibly, if we did send a number nine. We'll see. Maybe not. You've got to remember Aguero's injury. I mean, Aguero is getting on. I mean, you know, he's got this injury. He's getting picking up a few knocks now. It's a little bit worrying. Yeah, he's so always picked up knocks. Yeah, he always has. Would you be caught? I mean, if you were City and you had the money, would you? It does. It, I think it makes sense to try and go for a number nine because would you be confident of Aguero and Hazes again, knowing that Hazes isn't always quite at it and Aguero's injury record? I think I'd it's always, a big risk to not go, not get one. I'd always be worried of when that drop off is going to come from Aguero. That's it, exactly. Because yeah. as we know, yeah. with some players, it just happens out the blue, and yeah, it does. Aguero's still been hitting good numbers, but. Mm. His age. You just never know, though. One never day, it'll be just once. Well, we keep, it's funny though because we said this about Jamie Vardy, and he's just got golden boot. But true, <laughs> true. I think Jamie Vardy's a slightly different. He's his makeup. Aguero's. It seems like once he's gone, he'll be gone. In terms of like he just the way he's built, Aguero. Once that drop off happens, it'll be like Rooney, very swift drop off. Mm. Maybe That's it's naive to think it's going to go on forever, though. I know what you're saying. No, you, you can say it every season until you're right, but it's another <laughs> knee operation. He's yeah. just on the back of it. It's another recovery. I know it's not a major one, but mm. it seems like every now and then the trouble just recurs. And yeah, eventually it, it will catch him up. And I'm with you. I'd, Hazus frustrates the hell out of me, to be honest, when I watch him, because sometimes he finishes so well and you just think, there you go. That that's mm-hmm. the Brazil number nine or or, or backup number nine. If Mate, you and prefer his Firmino in tight spaces. Yeah, man. like unbelievable yeah. player. And then all of a sudden, he's he's a bin man. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. In the blink of an eye, he goes from the, the <laughs> new Ronaldo true. in the Brazilian team to just nothing. It, yeah. It's very strange. But I, I think the work that he puts in will will buy him that little bit more time, if you want to put it that way. Because he, I mean his work rate and what he brings to the team, whether he's central wide and undeniably like Pep's going to love that. He he never shirks his roles, responsibilities, but in terms of a finisher, in terms of a a Aguero replacement, yeah, the, the consistency is just not there, but I mean, still look, he's young, maybe another year or two. There's potential, but I'm with you. I think I would, if I could, bring in a, a closer to Aguero standard, I would. Yeah, well, it's def- it'll definitely be interesting to see how it plays out and see if Sud's sources are correct with Joe yeah. Felix. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we'll let's, let's move on to the team then that finished fourth, Chelsea. Um, obviously, Lampard, difficult start coming in, transfer ban, Hazard being sold, and uh, essentially he's you know brought in a few English prospects that people are all very happy about. Uh, so I guess he's done a good job overall. Obviously, FA Cup final as well. Can't really I, I, complain too much as a Chelsea fan, can you? 
To be fair, I think in terms of the the top level of your expectations as a Chelsea fan this season, I think this was it. Mm. I mean, to be fair, I don't know how you guys see it, but I see no difference between third and fourth. If you finish there, it's no, you, you didn't really. win the league and you're in the Champions League. It's not so. like it used to be, is it? Fourth no. was qualifiers. It, yeah, exactly. Group stage, now right? it's it's the exact same thing. So I, I don't think they'll be they'll be too upset about not getting third on the last day. But mm. I, I think it's a really good season for them. Uh, they're still in the Champions League, but. Mm. Well, let, let's for be a real. Of weeks. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, a Champions League qualification, exactly as you said, losing Hazard, who for me was the best player in the league for the last few seasons, not being able to replace him directly anyway. Um, yeah, as if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be really happy with the work that's been done. There's a few there's a few things that they need to look to improve. We know defensively they're they're pretty terrible. Uh, they're signing a bunch of attackers, Ziak, Werner whoever else is going to be coming in. But I'm, I'm sure the money will be spent. And, and like we said last week, actually, well, like I said last week, actually, if you can get Oblak, if you can get to Stegen, anyone near that level to replace Kappa, then that will save them probably 20 points next season. Yeah, did <laughs> doesn't you see save that a shot. Start? Well, yeah, that's stat. He's got the uh, worst save percentage in Premier League history from keepers Ooh. that have played 10 plus yeah, games. That's not good. Yeah. It's not very flourishing. So, yeah. so. <laughs> it's not good um, at all. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with Perth. I think I think Chelsea. I think Chelsea fans would be pretty happy where they finished. I think a lot of people were saying they're going to finish mid-table mm. when Lampard came in with a transfer ban. So I think he's done a good job. Um, it's funny, isn't it? It's funny how you know when he first came in and he was like, right, we're going to blood all the youngsters and all that. And it he did. To be fair to him, for the first six months or so, I've noticed though the last couple of months he has gone more towards the tried and tested method again of experience and so on, which is fine, but. You do get the sense like this transfer window that, that 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 sort of like oh the English thing. I, I think that might be thrown out of the window with some of the reports, the players they might be signing. Now I'm not saying that players like Mason Mount won't still get a chance because they will, but you know we were talking about players like Tammy Abraham being the next big hope, and it's like yeah, but then you signed Werner, so no <laughs> Tammy, Tammy Abraham lost favour, didn't he? Have he got that injury yeah, and he had his yeah, bit of a barren so. spell? Um, I don't remember the months, but it I, seemed around the halfway point. It just he stopped scoring goals. But. And Giroud's been good another one, Yeah, Giroud has been good. You can throw Hudson Odoi's name in the mix of another English player that maybe won't quite work. So, yeah, it's been a very weird season for him. Obviously, he had a few niggles and stuff like that. But so, and I don't think it's a bad thing, by the way. I think I, I don't think you know Lampard should just be relying just on young English players. They need to sign players. It's as simple as that. They, you know, if you want to be champions, it, it, it's no good just doing this whole right. We're going to blood you know, four 20-year-olds in the first team. No, you need to go out and sign players and they've done that. I, I've been very impressed with Chelsea so far on the transfer market. They've been swift. You know, they got two of their transfers done, what, two or three months ago, pretty much, mm-hmm. with Werner and, um, yeah. and yep. Zayek, who are very good players at the end of the day. I think they'll do a good job for Chelsea. They just need to be uh, careful signing so mm-hmm. many forwards. They definitely need to focus on that back line. Well, I think, uh, obviously, Havertz, uh, apparently, is very close to signing for them. So that's another one. Yep. May, you know, a, a, another big sign. And he, I mean, he has the potential as well not to be a, you know, he really could be a, a world beater of a player. Um, but yeah, I agree. They've been linked with Ben Chilwell, which makes sense. They need a left back. Mm-hmm. Marcus Lonzo, he's not good enough. I'm sorry, but he's decent going forward, but he's awful. He's dreadful at defending, isn't it? I mean, he really is. He's one of the worst left backs in the league actually defending. He's really... Yeah, he's really it's bizarre bad. because going forward, he's, he's probably... He's the, yeah, if they've still right played up. the 3-4-3 three, three under Conte, I mean, he's mm. he's untouchable in that yeah. position. He scored nearly double figures goals that season, mm. didn't he? 
Yeah, um, he, he's a menace going forward. But like you said, as soon as the ball goes past him, oh, he is an interest. He's not running back. <laughs> so you, you can't um, deal with that. To, to be fair, it's not like he's he's playing in the, the, the Barcelona team of, of old with that Jordi Alba role where he, mm. if he didn't run back, oh, well, it didn't really matter. Uh-huh. It's not going to get caught out anyway. Mm. You've got to be more disciplined than that. And whether it's him or, or Emerson played the majority of the first part of the season, nah, that's, that's not the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think playing Azpilicueta there and Reese James at right back mm-hmm. is the answer either right now. So I think it's a smart move if they can get you well and if they have to pay for it, then, you know, if it's if it's more than it should be, then so be it. What do we think about the Oblak rumours? Because I think for me, I, I think Oblak's the best keeper in the world right now, personally. If they need, debate, if they need to pay 120 million or what, 110 million, I can't yeah, get him. pay it. He's so don't, good. don't I mean, even doubt to replace Kepa with someone of that that ilk. Then yeah, mm-hmm. do it. That yeah. would, I think, that would turn them. Like I know the other signings. Like say if they did sign Chill and they've got the others, that would, I think right they're they're contenders now. But if they get All Black as well, I think they'd be right up there. I think they'd have a real chance next season at the title. I do. They'd definitely really be a scary opposition for next season mm. as uh, Liverpool and City, you know, looking over our yeah, shoulders, uh, who's so. going to be challenging us to. They're real. I think they're a real threat next season. Yeah. They still Chelsea need... They still, I mean, obviously, Kappa's the, 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 the... Sticks out like a sore thumb, but they need centre-backs for me. Yeah. I know Chil, like they, they need... They have, and they've addressed the... If, if they do get chill while they've addressed that left-back, but... that uh, Come on, Christensen, Rudiger, Zuma, Tamore, whoever yeah. plays, I look at it and think you can get at them. Yeah, no matter which partnership it is, gone, back three, back two, that, back four, even. Are you surprised like that they've not two. been rumored with Ake, considering they've got that like, first refusal? I'm not saying he's the answer, but he would be maybe a decent solution as one of the centre backs. I think it goes in line with with the players that I've just said. I think if you put him in, I don't think you're particularly happy. I no. mean, is is he your first choice? Is he is he your fourth? Like, yeah, where does he fall in that? If they can, and and if City do pass up the Kilabali opportunity to, to go hard with the 70 to 90 million whatever it would be if they can and if the money's there uh, do it fix the problem yeah if yeah. it costs that much it costs that much I was about to say they need that Van Dyke-esque centre-back Definitely. the leader the the number one choice no matter what game is like yeah he's playing yep. he's our well, leader essentially. To everyone needs everyone needs a Van Dyke type centre back. Everyone would love to have a Van Dyke. Well, yeah, no, but like at any club, man. Even oh, when yeah. you go lower levels, like uh, lower down the league, you can most clubs you can pinpoint the leader of that defence and that first yeah. choice centre. You can't at Chelsea. They, they don't have Chelsea. it. No, they've got a mishmash. You don't know who's going to play. You don't know why really they're going to play. It doesn't seem like there's any set set selection for set fixtures. It's just mm-hmm. again, it feels a little bit. Oh, he's doing well, so we'll stick with him. Nah, it needs to be better than that. It's pretty clear already to me anyway, they're going to be the biggest spenders in the league. I, th- I think that's pretty obvious. I mean, they've already spent quite a bit. They, they, if they buy Havertz, Chilwell, a goalkeeper and a centre-back, they're going to be spending up three, four hundred million, which I actually yeah, they'll, think they'll they can definitely do. be banned from Europe. <laughs> no, I don't think they will because they, 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 I think they can do it because obviously we know, I mean, I think they earn about 200 million in player sales last summer and didn't spend anything. So... Yeah, they have like, the I mean, money there. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I mean, I know they got Pulisic. Might be a blessing who, and, in disguise now, though. Well, Pulisic ends up looking like a great signing to me as well, from what we've seen since lockdown. If he can carry on that next season, he's, been he's great since one. lockdown. To be that fair, can be I can't real... believe though that people put him in team of the season. No, oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, that was... Maybe team of the season post lockdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that, that's about it. Yeah, but um, no, I I do genuinely think they're going to spend a lot more money than everyone else. I mean, just because they can basically, yeah. and you know that's the rumours are that Abramovich is a bit more motivated again. So. 
that probably spells danger for the rest of the league, I think. It does. And it'll be interesting to see what they do. And I'm sure Perks is a neutral. You'll welcome another challenger at the top. Me and Sud, not so much. No, 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 not so much. But yeah, I think it'll go that way. And I think it's exciting, like you said, especially for a neutral. It's it's basically, I think now teams have realised if they didn't already know before this season, the City and Liverpool gap is so big. Mm. It's a naive and, and foolish thought to sit there and say, We'll keep doing it our way. We'll keep picking young players. They'll get us there in the end. They won't. You, you have to spend money to catch that gap. We're not talking about making up five or six points. We're talking about a chasm with what Liverpool have done this year and what City have done in previous years. Yeah. If I'm a United fan, if I'm a Chelsea fan, or, or even as, as we move on to, to the best of the rest, whether it's Arsenal, Spurs, whoever, if you've got ambitions of catching them, you can't do that with academy players. You have to spend money to fix problems and that's what they're going to do. So it's exciting. Yeah. And uh, we'll also uh, see how it plays out because obviously the new season actually isn't that far away. So no, clubs will be yeah. making moves pretty sharpish. Um, but yeah, let's move on then to a couple of other teams that have had disappointing seasons. Obviously got Spurs and Arsenal. I mean, they surely mm, cannot yeah. be happy with their seasons. But let's touch on Leicester quickly because obviously a team that was in the driving seat for the majority of the season for Champions League. 14 points or whatever it was at some point ahead. And uh, yeah, on the final day, having it taken away from him like that. What do you guys think? Are they still going to be happy with their season overall finishing fifth? Mm, I, I it's a hard one, isn't it? After the It's season. really hard because I think we said this maybe on one of the, the last week's podcast or the one before where we kind of said, you know, well, I said anyway, you can't be too disappointed because where did you expect to finish at the start of the season? However, having been in that position, mm, um, it's clearly very disappointing because you're 14 points clear in third place one, but that's a massive gap. I mean, that you know, if you think that that's a bigger gap than Liverpool were ahead of City at that time. Mm-hmm. So you think about it like that, it's like, wow, that's, that's extremely disappointing. Like, that's very disappointing to be that far in front and then below it. But I don't Injuries know. played I, a part, didn't they? Yeah, they, they got, did. They did. That caught them out. The, Absolutely the killed them. Yeah, no. and to be fair, it's yeah. not like they had a, a couple of players who make up the first eleven injured. They had no. stars injured. Yeah. Ricardo missed so much, and he's outstanding mm-hmm. at right back. Madison, Chilwell. I mean, the list just keeps on going for them. So, yeah, yeah but I, I think when the dust settles on it, I don't think they're going to be overly upset or too disappointed. I still think they'll go into next season with a bit of a bounce. But from where they were to where they ended up, and the fact that it was actually in them, like, even in the even on the final day, all they had to do was win. And I know it wasn't like an easy task or anything, but yet it was there and you had it. And then sometimes in the face of adversity, even with all the injuries, you think maybe they would have just got over the line. But yeah, I, right now it's going to be a bit raw, probably hurts. But I, again, give it a few weeks, get into next seasons or get into the preparation for next season. I think they'll be quite happy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and uh, as we touched on there, yeah, ultimately it was their squad depth that let them down in the uh, well marathon, not sprint, I guess, with the season, and they just about missed out. So let's touch on, obviously, Spurs and Arsenal. I mm. mean, I seen at the start of this, <laughs> I seen at the start of the season some people predicting Spurs and Arsenal, uh, you know, different predictions having these teams finishing second. It's uh, which just, is just crazy. Anyone who mind. thought that, anyone who didn't think it was going to be say Liverpool versus the second, just I don't know what you were thinking to be honest. What evidence did Being you? Think? Very optimistic. Very. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, do you know what? I, I just a point about both clubs. I worry a lot for both clubs, um, especially for the top four, because I I think they're getting left behind by everyone else now. I can see them getting left behind next season because 
like we mentioned, look at the money that Chelsea are spending, look at the money that City are spending, look at the money United will spend. And then you think, Arsenal and Tottenham, are they going to have that sort of money to spend? I don't think so. Um, maybe Tottenham under Mourinho, they might think, well, they can pull off a miracle. But I just, I, I, I think the Cal- I think it's going to be a big gap between that top four and the rest next season. I don't know if you just get that sense. I get the sense that top four could be the could be the new sort of old top four for a while, the way it's going. You know how like in the old days it was United, Liverpool, Chelsea and Arsenal for mm, yeah. what, eight years or something, was it, in a row? A I get the time, sense yeah. that the Liverpool City, Chelsea United top four, that just with the resources and the team they've already got and what they're spending, that could be the new top four for at least two or three years because... I think Arsenal and Tottenham have a long way to go. A long way to go to it get back to the top way. four. And to we're talking about Arsenal could be losing a Bamiyang. Yeah. <laughs> their best player. So that's a massive hole if to Tottenham fill. lost Harry Kane. Or Son. If they lost Son and Kane, you may as well say mm. they're at mid-table too. I'm really <laughs> intrigued though to see with Spurs what sort of money they're going to have available because mm. Mourinho going into a club, yeah, he must think- have been given some sort of assurances of money. Surely, that stadium though it costs him a lot. Like, yeah, but when's he ever gone into a club that won't provide him money? He was desperate. After though, wasn't his he? Porto days. I feel like he was desperate though. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I think they might have a little bit. I don't Maybe, know how much they'll actually spend, but yeah. I mean, you say he was desperate. I think Spurs were also desperate. It was a good yeah. opportunity for him True. and a good opportunity for Tottenham. But we we all knew that the risks, or not so much the long term, but the mid term risks of it not working out. I think the fact that he got them into Europe just about by the skin of their teeth, I think they'll they'll probably give him a little bit more just based on that. It's, it's almost like a Mate, thank you for, so for not letting weird. us be out of Europe. An extra Seeing couple of million. Celebrate. <laughs> All celebrating. Bizarre, isn't weird. it? Yeah, Absolutely was... bizarre. But oh, how the mighty have fallen, you'd say. Mm, yeah. But I think the, the thing for Arsenal and Tottenham for me, and I, I just don't understand how how they intend to close the gap when I, it was, mm. what was it a week before the season finished when Arteta did that interview and basically said we don't have money yeah. in, in as many words he might as well have stood there and said no there's no funds available or it's going to be again you might get an odd loan player whether it's a, a, a Sabios type or, or you know like Denis Suarez like they had prior to that it's I mean to be in their position is they've turned is into a, Liverpool it's dismal when you think about it. And so sort of saying before about that gap appearing and mm. in terms of the forward trajectories of Chelsea United to try and catch City and Liverpool, it doesn't look like Arsenal and Tottenham are there or it doesn't look like they have the ambition to, to actually do that right now. Maybe they're accepting that there's no point in, in going hard right now because it's going to take a few, maybe a season or two to just stabilise and, and just mm. level out mistakes from the past. But for Tottenham in particular, I think Arsenal have struggled for a little bit now. Where did it go wrong for them? How, how did it go wrong so quickly for them? They're Champions League finalists. They're constantly challenging and, and mm. putting on pressure. I know it never worked <laughs> out at the top, yeah. but they were, they, were all, they were there or thereabouts and everyone thought maybe next season you just get that one maybe signing through the door that changes everything or they can just you know, avoid a few injuries. Kane's had them, Son's had them, all their star players seem to get injured all the time. Larice even. It all you felt like it was just that lightning in a bottle and it was just it was gonna click. And it may not have lasted forever, but they were so close. And now it was like the Champions League final was lost. The the season 
that that ended there. They had a terrible record, didn't they? They didn't yeah, win away really from home bad. for, for, for yeah, forever. So bad. It followed into this season, and it seemed like in the space of about six months, all the work that they'd done in the previous years to build to that point just just fell off a cliff. Well, do you not remember the uh, article that came out either just after Poch got sacked or left of his own accord, whatever it was, and just or just beforehand? Um, there was an article that came out and essentially said like players were not happy with him when they lost the Champions League final. He essentially went to Spain and was unreachable for days. And players <laughs> thought he was um, what did they call him? A crime? Depressed baby, by or? the sounds of it. Well, yeah, he might have been a little bit after that. But I think they like they used the word like he was a bit of a crybaby or something. I can't mm. remember the word. Mm. And it was like, yeah, it's happened for seasons and seasons. It was as if the players kind of just turned on him. After the Champions League's like, no, mm. well, we didn't win it, the big one. Well, we failed in previous seasons. We'd, yeah, we're done. Yeah, they, everything just changed. And I mean, throughout the course of, of the season, yeah, they were just a mid-table team. I know they managed to get seventh in the end, which is which is great, to be fair. Six, actually. Six, yeah, six. The Wolves ended up seventh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you would have given them that on the halfway point, I, I think they would have yeah. took it gleefully. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't know how they ended up there so quickly. I, I would hate it right now if I was a Tottenham fan. I look forward to that documentary or the Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah the Amazon one. No, that should so be interesting. much going on. <laughs> but I think uh, I, I just worry with Tottenham. What are they going to do if Son and Kane start going, yeah, this this isn't for us now. Sorry. Uh, you know, we're better players than this. We want to move, which I could see happening. They're, 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 let's be honest. Kane and Son are their two best players by quite a distance, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, yeah. they're, they're two players that, for me, could probably play for any team in the league, I think, personally. I think they're that, both that good. No, I'd go um, along with that. And I don't think it's going to be long before they start going, you know, say if Tottenham finish seventh or eighth again next season, or six, even sixth and fifth, it's like, you know, how many years does Harry Kane have to sit there or Son have to sit there and just accept that they're not even in the not winning anything. league or winning anything? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, and people go, oh, loyalty in football. Yeah, but that only goes so far. Like, it, it doesn't go forever. And, you have to be winning and to me and it's going to cost it costs a lot of money for both of them players to leave but I could see clubs coming in for, I could even see clubs maybe even this summer coming from although I do think it's probably a bit maybe a season too soon maybe but if the pandemic I, hadn't happened I think clubs would have yeah. been sniffing around for I, sure. next season definitely I think if Tottenham finish six or lower next season I think Kane and Son could both be gone who would blame them I mean, I wouldn't blame them. As a Liverpool fan during like what from around 2010 to well, we had the 13 14 season that was half decent, but most of our players wanted to leave for a reason. We weren't challenging, yeah. we were not a good team. And at the end mm. of the day, if you have players that are better than what you're currently at, then they're going to want to move, they're going to want to play Champions League mm. football season in, season out. They want to compete yeah. for honours. I, I think they're already them. in that that little bit of a rebuild now where you've you've seen it. Ericsson was was pretty much the first star out of the door. Yeah. Vatongan, we know now. I mean, I mean, wasn't performing at the levels that he's reached in previous years, but he's a, he's been a stalwart of the club for for how long now? Mm-hmm. Two massive, massive players leaving the club within the last twelve months, and you just think, who's next? You know, mm-hmm. Deli Ali isn't performing really anything like he looked like he was going to reach in, in terms of a consistent level because when he broke through and, and then in the following season he was amazing and everyone thought England's next star it's massive question marks over him now mm-hmm. and then you've got like you said so you've got Son and Kane who are miles apart from the rest for me mm-hmm. as well how long do you 
to go. I mean, Alderweireld probably got another year there, you would think, with the with the deal. Once once one more goes, where'd you go from there? You know, you, you need another set of of those spine. type of players. Yeah, they've lost the sp- yeah. they're losing the spine. They're, they're exactly yeah. the right word. Wait. Yeah, they they'll lose that. You look at Son and Kane. You, you, I, I just think next summer you look, think at clubs like Barcelona, Real Madrid. They, they, I think they fit in at both them clubs. Spurs, like not just that. I just think any club in you know any top club, Bayern Munich, any club like that, clubs in the Premier League, they're all going to be sniffing around Kane and Son because they're both world class. Well, no, that no, I think they are actually. I think they are both world class. I was, I was going to say maybe Son's a little bit under, but I no, I actually think this season he's proved to me that I think they're both world class players. So. I think um, I think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle to keep hold of them unless they can turn their fortunes around this season. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they'll have a year. I think just to finish yeah, off, yeah, I agree. I think they'll have a well, year. Mourinho, fresh start from the season. Can he do it? I mean, yeah, I don't think any of us really believe hey, that, it but it, it's the dream months. from from their point of view. I'm sure. Yeah, give it three months it of it three not going into well. the new season, and there'll yeah. be riffs mm-hmm. probably yeah. if it's not going well. Even if it is going well, there still will be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I give it a year. There's no rush for Son and Kane. I don't think this season they'll see what it is. Mourinho, one one fresh season, see how it goes. And like like said said after that, I, it, it's a big ask to keep them around. If you're not, mm. if they're not back in the top four, yeah, where do you go from there? Mm. Yeah, that's true. Question marks will be raised if that if uh, yeah they miss out once again. But uh, let's give before we move on to the relegation then uh, side of things. Let's give. Uh, few quick shout outs to teams that I think have performed very well this season Burnley 10th solid season another yep. solid season yep. um, Sheffield United obviously I mean amazing season amazing really. season to finish ninth and just coming into the restart outside shot of even Champions League football yeah. at the time mm. um, and obviously then Wolves having another solid season very good season just missing out on the Europa League spots but obviously still in Europa League so who knows could be an outside could shot could be in the that. Champions League yeah Absolutely. Yeah. You know. You know what? Though? You know. You know. One club I do want to actually talk. I want to talk about Everton. <laughs> you know why? Because for Mo- me, moving away from the teams that were doing well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because I know I, I want to get on to Everton because just don't want to be positive about some. some well, teams, I mean, you'll probably no? you'll probably enjoy this part, Luke. You know, as a little one, but for me, I, I just think they they massive underperformers. One of the biggest over- underperformers in the whole league. The amount of resources they've had, the amount of money they've spent. In the I last think they've overachieved. The ownership. Done well. In <laughs> so where did they end up finishing? 11th, 12th? 12th, I think. 12th. Yeah. That's yeah. just unacceptable for me. For a club that, you know, they've got. I, I genuinely thought that a new owner come in, right? Maybe Everton can be, you know, challenging for top four, kind of follow the sort of Tottenham model of, you know, being in and around that top four, but they've looked nowhere near it. They've the definitely spent years. money as well. And they have spent money, there's no doubt. I mean, and. You know, I, I feel I, I look at a player like Ricarlison and I think he's had a really good season. But again, is he going to stick around forever? Well, he's already couple, you know? not by what he yeah, said. No, he said no. Because, and I don't blame him because for me, he he is another example of a player being better than the club mm. at the minute because he's played really well this season. He's, he looks like he's improving. He's still young, isn't he? He's still pretty young yeah. player, twenty four, yeah. twenty three. So. You know, we were laughing. Like, was it us that were laughing last season when there was them rumours about Barcelona, Barcelona. Like ninety million for him? It's like yeah. I, I don't think he's quite worth that much, but I could certainly see a club coming in for him because, you know, he's outperforming the team. But I just think I don't know. 
And Ancelotti coming in, I thought, mm, you know, okay, Ancelotti. Mate, that's, that's their a, that's saving grace name. that they've still got him. Yeah, and they've he's got gonna a have a, him. He's going to have a full season and he's oh. going to be able to bring in players. You'd How assume. on earth did they get Ancelotti? Money is the only <laughs> thing. Money, yeah, money. Like, for his contract, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's ridiculous. The, uh, isn't he the second highest paid manager in the league? Or I think That would make sense, be, yeah. Might be. Just behind Pep. I think he's like just behind Pep, maybe. But I just think um, that's... They're so that's lucky it. to have him. Oh yeah, so lucky. And look, I'm not like I, I. He obviously should get a. He should get at least a season on Schlotte to be able to mould it. But if they finished anywhere close to like tenth again next season, I just don't know where they're going as a club. Because I assume they're going to spend a little bit of money again. You, you, you know, they have got a rich owner. Can they spend as much as last summer? I don't know because they spent a lot. So it's just really strange what's happened to Everton. And you know, it must be so hard from looking at their neighbours thinking like. What is going on? Sort they of might as well not bother with sure. that though. Like I know it's the I know, rivalry, I know. but like what's the what are their neighbours? You can't help it that. though, can you? They're literally their stadium's a mile away from Anfield. Like what? Yeah, you can't but, help but look and go. They've just won the league. You I can mean, obviously be frustrated the way that things yeah. are going, but let, let's be very real. Liverpool are not Everton's target. I mean, there's a lot of oh, no, steps to climb before then. I mean, focus on what you're doing. Man's, uh, man's uh, yeah, absolutely. And you said before, like you're not sure if they're going to keep spending money. They have to spend money. I've said that about pretty much every team today. But <laughs> yeah. do you know what though? That that's the nature of it. If, you, if you're a good team and or a good club that's underperforming, and it, and it's not working with you, look at them again. Tom Davis or uh, who did they turn to at the end of the season? Branthwaite, the centre back. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that they had that Gordon did. as well. Anthony Gordon, I think. Anthony Gordon yeah, coming in and playing decent, games. Yeah, like they they all look decent. To be mm. fair, but what's decent? Decent is twelfth. Not good enough. Mm. Yeah. What what does that do for you? Ancelotti is your manager and decent. Nah, I'm I not still think that with those all. players' perks, twelfth is unacceptable. Even no, it's, it's, not, absolute, it's not good enough. Yeah, it's nowhere near the. They should the, be at least eight or seven. Yeah, yeah, that that would have been before the season. Yeah. I'm pretty sure what they were looking at it was Marcus Wolves Silver, were, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, Wolves off me if I hadn't finished seven, I'd have been like, mm, okay, not great, yeah. but it's a it's a decent step. In the right they direction, all. But, the, I mean, the the faith in Marco Silva lasted. Next to nothing, <laughs> which is pretty much a recurring trend for him. But Ancelotti came in, and you thought improvement. Not really. They had a, they had a mm. few games where they looked decent, but at the start when he came in, yeah. yeah like I, I just think again, there's so much wrong with that squad. I mean, you, you can look through the list of names and just think you could replace every single one of them, probably yeah. bar bar Dinya, bar Richarlison. Yeah, that's it. The just the goalkeeper yeah. has to be a big concern. No, I mean, he's been all well. Ancelotti's sick of him already. He said, didn't oh, he, I don't blame the, him. And before he made the mistake the other day, he said he, we had that chat, took him to one side and basically said, get back. Yeah, made a mistake. <laughs> well, the thing is as well, right? I mean, Fucking I don't know about you, Perts, but from, this is going off a tangent a little bit, but as far as England are concerned for me now, he cannot be the goalkeeper going to the Orsnick. If he's the goalkeeper going to the Orsnick, some of Gareth Southgate needs sacking. I, I, think- I, I genuinely believe that. It's not, Gareth Southgate cannot have him as number one next season. I think that's a discussion for another day, Sud, because yeah. we could go... Far into that, and I yeah. think we all agree he shouldn't be number one. Sackable but... offense for him to be in goal. <laughs> Sackable really offense. Is. It I... is honestly. I, I'd, I'd want Gareth. South- I, I'm going to say right now on this, but I, if Gareth Southgate picks Jordan Pickford in his current form next year, he does not deserve to lead England out of the Euros. Oh, it's not acceptable. Forget forget the England thing for a second. Everton needs to replace him. Yeah, not, not just England. I know. Yeah. I, I cannot. I cannot believe for one second Ancelotti will sit there and go into next season and think, yeah, all right, you've made like four or five mistakes no. during my time here already. Go again. If they can bring somebody else in, Maybe they, they will. will. He'll yeah. be like Pep and Joe Hart. Like, yeah. Ancelotti, there's a reason he's been one of the greatest managers ever, let's be honest, ever. And it's because he's ruthless. 
Mm. And he will... I, I think if Everton give him the time, that they should... It depends as well, though. I say that. From everything I've heard, he seems like he is invested in the project of Everton, but we never, we'll mm. never really know, I guess, know. until... The if next year's garbage, he'll be off. Yeah. Mm, I think there so. He'll get a bigger offer somewhere. Yeah. Uh, unless, he wants, unless he just wants to collect his money, but it, there'll, <laughs> be a big, there'll be a big job available. It happens every year. Someone gets sacked unexpectedly or someone leaves. What would keep him there other than money, which he'll get at any big club anyway? True. So that they're they're so lucky to have him. They are. I completely agree. But let's move on to some teams that weren't very lucky this season. <laughs> Obviously, Norwich, Watford, and Bournemouth being relegated, and Villa surviving on the last day by a mm. point. And that harkens back to the Sheffield United goal that wasn't given, and yeah, Bournemouth for considering does. legal action. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're not much, well, they're not. It's legal action. It's not legal action. It's the relegation. There's no, there's nothing in oh, that. Oh no, they want compo though. They want compensation, which I, I can understand. I mean, to be fair, they've just, you know, they've just got. They're probably going to get forty million for you know compensation in terms of selling a player. So. Well, we but maybe they want a bit more. Well, but, I said um, that I smell a lawsuit coming after that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was blatant, I mean, it, but. I don't know. Are you to surprised me, though, by any of the relegated teams? Not really. Not really. They weren't good enough. With I mean, Norwich, only, come only on. one I mean, of the promoted teams got relegated. To be fair. Well, let's just quickly talk about Norwich. I mean, you know, they, they're clearly the weakest team in the league. That was proven throughout the season. They just weren't good enough for this league. They, they, they had a Championship team in the Premier League, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, so no surprise they finished bottom. Bournemouth, a little bit surprised because you know over the last few recent seasons they've. You know, going forward, they've been great and defensively they've always been bad, but you always thought their strikers would bail them out. But it's just, it's caught up with them this season. It's caught up with them. They've not invested. They're still relying on the likes of Steve Cook. He should have been replaced three or four years ago. You know, it's players like that ilk, they don't last forever. Yeah, it got them promoted to last for a couple of years, but you have to keep improving. I think that's where Eddie Howe has made a mistake. I think he's not spent wisely. In the last couple of years, and that's what's cost them at the end of the day. Signing players like Dominic Samanke, Mepham at the back, Mepham, you know, Jordan Ibe. That goalkeeper situation was, they never addressed that really after Begovic, did they? And then you look at, um, and then, well, you look at Villa, I mean, they've stayed up by the skin of their teeth. I mean, you know, they spent a lot of money, so it's it's kind of a good job they did. uh, They nearly did a flum, didn't they, from last season? Yeah, they would have been in trouble, I think, if they'd have gone down with the amount of money spent, but they've been lucky, so. Um, you look at Watford, I mean, that's a massive disappointment for them to go down, isn't it? Massive underachievement. They finished 7th or 8th last season, was it? Can't the remember. They had a really bad end to the season, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Was it the season before then they finished They finished really high up, didn't they? Or They were looking like they were then. But for them to drop that low, from being a top-half team to, to getting relegated, is there's a lot gone on there. We know with the ownership, that's a big problem. Yeah. The amount of managers they sack. The players haven't performed, clearly. Well, how many managers um, did they have this season, including Caretakers? Is it four? Yeah. Four. Yeah. Mullins. Or maybe uh, five, four, actually, because they had a care. Was Grassier. it Billy? What's it? Billy McKinley was yeah. it? Was oh, there for like yeah, three for days yeah. or two days or something well, like that. So if you include Caretakers, I think it's more than the four. Ridiculous. I think it's five. And it? Pearson's the only one who got a home win. Hmm. It sums it up. Like, if, if somebody said to you at the start of next season, right, let's pull a team out of the heart, like Southampton will go through four managers, we'll, they'll get relegated. Would anybody be surprised? No, no. Really. You, you could, you could apply that logic to any team, and it. You say about it catching up with Bournemouth, and I agree, but the, the way that club is run at Watford has caught up with them just in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sorry to see them go. To be honest, <laughs> I think they need this as a bit of a reality check. You can't keep doing it 
I know Chelsea and Abramovich got a lot of praise slash criticism for being ruthless and replacing managers all the time, but four in a season. Yeah. I mean, it, it was <laughs> never like that. It was never like Nigel that. Pearson with two games to go, you sack him. It's yeah. so stupid. And it always seemed to be done the, the right for the right reasons, whether you agreed with it or not. At Watford, it's I, just like, you can have three bad games and you suck. Mm-hmm. I heard, though, apparently that sacking Nigel Pearson was something to do with money in terms of they'd have had to pay him like £5 million or something. What if, if, what, if he would have survived? Yeah, something like that. So like it's like it makes no sense because it's like, well, don't you want us to that? Like, are you well, really going to lose petty? more money going down? Sure, petty's that. I mean, it's just I heard that, that it was a. Place. I heard the the report that it was a disagreement. They had a frank exchange of words after mm. after one of the games, and whether it was a forward thinking discussion or just on the back of it, um, on that third he, to last uh, game. Wonder if he the, called the, the owners just didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Got <laughs> well, their head in the sun. Yeah, yeah. well, they did. Well, uh, clearly they did. So yeah, I think uh, I do think there was something to do with money as well. There was a. Maybe it wasn't what I'm saying, but it was something to do Mate, with like, a survival if he did this bonus. Or did that. Not wanting to pay that would be the most backwards thing. Or maybe <laughs> if it was like if they went down, they'd have to pay him something, or I don't know, some whatever it was. There was some sort of monetary thing mm. in there as well. So you know, I don't strange. know. I just think that's a bit silly. I, I just think I I don't know. I feel like Watford can struggle to come back up as well. They could be one of those clubs, to be honest, that you just oh. they're never back. Yeah, I agree because they're, they're, they're going to lose never so come back. Yeah. Lose I've got a bad feeling they might be be like a West Brom, and I say bad feeling to any Watford fan that's listening. It's a bad feeling because I just hate teams that come yo-yoing West up Brom and down. I want the most yo-yo teams. club ever in the history of There's football. There's no one yeah. worse than West Brom for <laughs> doing that. No, it's so but, annoying. No, I, I say I, they won't know. be a big miss and they deserve to go down. But if if they come back, like fair enough, um, you know, whatever. But I think it's just a reality check the club needs a little bit, and obviously that's that, that, that sucks for the supporters. It's not nice for them, but it, it's how it is. And as far as the other team, I haven't said my piece on Norwich yet. But the the first thing they did when they got promoted was have a plan to be relegated. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. I mean, in terms of your ambition, it just wasn't there, and no. you, you could see after ten games that they'd been found out, and and it wasn't going to last. Yeah, and like you said, said championship team in the prem essentially yeah. didn't improve the squad enough do you remember when people were saying Pookie was going to be like scoring 35 <laughs> goals and stuff like that and it's like yeah is he okay we'll see and then he ended yeah. up getting like 11 goals and like 9 of them were scored before September or something when was the last time he even scored don't know I don't know exactly <laughs> he scored like I think he scored like 2 goals in like 6 months or something it's like yeah, yeah. caught up with so him. yeah hey uh, Pooch you'll be able to keep us informed though on what for next season because you'll be playing yeah, yeah. No, I'm it. sure they'll absolutely tank us, <laughs> especially after me saying horrible things about them. As a Troy Deeney, Troy Deeney half trick. Well, yeah. please tell me you guys seen that thing with Deeney as well when he got interviewed, yeah. and the guy said yeah. maybe it's the last ever game. <laughs> oh, I know. It was funny that to be fair, wasn't it? Last ever <laughs> game. Is he having a laugh? <laughs> no, he's going to tear up the championship. I'm sure he'll stay around. To be fair, wasn't there rumours that he could go to like someone like Rangers, Troy Deeney? I heard like some. He's got so many goals in the league. I, I think he'll stay around. I think so. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if like West. If he does, they've got a chance of getting back up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just seems a promoted like a team, Brom maybe. Signing. West Brom. It sounds like a West Brom signing to me. From, he's from the Midlands as well, I think. He's, he's, he's also there, area. Yeah. He's a Birmingham fan, isn't he? Yes. Oh, maybe. Yes, he is. Maybe he won't go to West Brom. Because he celebrated against Villa, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. What we are. Yeah. He ain't going West Brom then, probably. No. <laughs> yeah. What, um, what do we think about the? Um, oh, go on. Sorry. You no, go ahead, mate. No, I was going to say, what do we think about like the promoted teams coming up? 
Well, obviously, we, chances. we know West Brom and Leeds. I think it'll be yep. really interesting to see Bielsa in the Prem. That'll be really fascinating to see how that plays mm. out. And I think, to be honest, I think he'll do a good job. I think Leeds will Apparently, start. they're not going to spend much money, though, which worries me. That makes me think, hmm. Sheffield United. They're going to finish 20th. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, but Norwich I feel like Leeds need well. to spend. Yeah, I feel like yeah, Leeds need to spend their money. And on the other flip side, Fulham spent a, a lot of money. Yeah, and it went down. Yeah, Villa spent a lot. Of no, money. There's no guarantee. It's be a struggle. I, I think it just measures ambition, though, doesn't it? Like, you don't always get what you pay for, but yeah, mm. I mean, to for, to come up and to not be spending money, I uh, just don't like the sound of that. Not these days when the when the quality of the league is as it is. I don't think. Again, I've said this a few times today. It's naive to think that you can just come up and or, or just excel with what you've got you, you do need to spend um one of Leeds' best players this season ben white is they're not going to have him mm-hmm. he's a brighton player yeah. so patrick bamford's not a premier league striker he's he's not a top level championship striker they've carried him at times so they're, they're gonna have to spend they're getting in, in, i know they're getting jack harrison back on loan again apparently yeah. so that's good for them because he was mm-hmm. good for them this season so but when you look at their star player being Hernandez, and look, I, I I love Hernandez. What is he like, 33 now? Yeah, he's been quality for them. Yeah, something like that. But he is, he's the wrong side of where you want him to is be. Is he going to do it in the Prem? Mm, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Again. He was he was always decent, wasn't he? Yeah, but yeah. yeah it, but it, it's a he's, while he's ago, a bit older now. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a big yeah. difference between lighting it up against some of the, the poor teams in the championship now and, and getting back to the Prem, so... They need to be careful. I, I I saw the the quote the the age old quote from Bielsa the other day where he said if players were robots I'd never lose. So just sign some machines, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. What do we think about West Brom? I mean, I I don't want to be harsh on West Brom, but I wouldn't be sad to and go straight back down. I'm not going to lie because I just I, just, I and that's not even a slight against like I just they just I don't know they're just a club that I don't that, there's nothing about them that I think like yeah they're exciting or I just feel like they're going to come and play boring football. <laughs> You know, and they're probably going to get relegated. Let's be honest. I can't see them staying up, to be perfectly honest. Well, they got a decent manager in Bilic. Yeah, I like Bilic. Bilic. He's a good manager. But he, he might be able to... I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he kept them up, you know? I just can't get behind West Brom. I can't, I can't get behind It's because them. we've like, grown up with West Brom being the most yeah, boring it's like, team imaginable. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know about you two. I, I was really annoyed. Not annoyed, but I was really like, oh, really? When Brentford didn't get out, when they messed up, I was like, oh, I want to... And I, I think, I'm hoping Brentford beat Fulham, which I assume it's going to be Fulham. In the well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find, I think it will be. I mean, they're two up, aren't they? So I, I can't see them messing that up. But well, I don't know about you two. I, I kind of want Brentford to win that playoff. Yeah, game. I definitely I do. I just Brentford. want something different. Fresh. Yeah, like yeah. Fulham. I think Fulham. You know, they're a decent team. Fulham in terms of, like they play decent football. And Good stuff, to see but, Scott Parker doing a decent. Yeah, job I like well. Scott Parker yeah. as well. But again, it's another club like West Ham, like Fulham again. Like, no, I want to see. Yeah, like they, they only got relegated the season before last. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't want that again. I feel like Brentford could be one of them like surprise teams that everyone goes, oh, they're going to finish 20th and they could finish like 12th or something. Not Sheffield you know? United-esque. Yeah, yeah. Can't it, yeah. So I'd like to see them in the Prem. Yeah, it'll be interesting and we'll find out soon enough he'll be joining the Prem. But for now, that does bring an end to the podcast and our season review. Uh, let us know in the comments below your thoughts on the season, which teams underperformed and overperformed. And also, if you're listening to us on YouTube, please like, subscribe and uh, yeah, pass on the podcast. The podcast is also on every audio platform. So please leave us a nice review if you're listening to us on there. And you can follow the World Sportsbook competition on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at World Sportsbook Competition. Links are in the description below. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining me as ever, guys. We'll be back next week to discuss some more football news. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you guys.
This is the World Sportsbook Competition Podcast brought to you by Avantage Entertainment.